This is the Litigation Management Podcast, and I'm your host, the CEO of Case Clyde, Wesley Todd. The Litigation Management Podcast is where I interview some of the most successful and influential people in the claims and litigation management space. It's a Friday afternoon here today in St. Pete. It's a beautiful sunny day, so we're just going to get right into it. Today on the Litigation Management Pod, I have Mike Becker. Mike is the Chief Client Officer at Broadspire. So Mike is a key figure on a really key litigation, uh, or excuse me, on a really key leadership team, one of the largest in the world, and one of the biggest and best TPAs in the world. And Mike may look very young, but he's been a claims guy for a couple of decades now. So Mike brings a lot to the table for us today. Mike, welcome to the Litigation Management Podcast. Thanks for having me, Wesley. Um, proud to be here. Yeah, a little, a little background. Um, worked for Broadspire, uh, all in total for about 20 years. Um, started out my career in uh, claims at the desk, a workers' compensation adjuster. Uh, worked my way up and started. Uh, moved over to the account management, uh, client services area in 2004 and uh, was an account executive and, and worked my way up and, and through to uh, chief client officer, what I'm doing today, servicing uh, Broadspire. So main, main function right now, uh, I, I advocate for our clients uh, and, uh, and work with uh, our account execs to make sure that our clients are satisfied and come up with solutions and ideas. And that's how we uh, came into contact with Case Client. Yeah, and, and I really appreciate you as a partner and as a friend. I, you know, for those of, you know, we have mostly adjusters and attorneys on this podcast and a lot of uh, uh, claims executives and, and a lot of risk management folks as well. And, you know, so a lot of the people don't understand all the stuff that you do. You are worried about from not just the inception of a claim, but even preventing a claim. So I am really... Uh, Excited to have you on here talking about those small percentage of claims that don't go well, but do create, a, a, you know, the 80-20 of the expense. And you, in particular, and your leadership team, including Jeff Sickles, really zoomed in on litigation management as an opportunity to differentiate yourselves from the pack. And so it's just, it's incredible for you to have all these different, um, you know, tool, tools, tools in your toolkit. And so we're just going to be talking about one of those today, litigation management, because that's, that's what the audience is really into. Uh, what, what I want to start off with, Mike, is uh, years ago, you guys and, and gals at Prosper decided to invest, to take risks, to change the way you look at litigation management, frankly, to change the way the industry looks at litigation management. What were the challenges that you saw at that time with how we were managing litigation? Yeah, so um, since the days I, I was handling claims, uh, litigation management is always of a concern for clients, right? First and foremost, it's, uh, it's litigation mitigation, right? So, so we want to avoid, that's the best way to avoid litigation, right, is, is, is you know, not have it. But in our world, we know it's going to exist. And it's a common question that we get, whether it's prospects or clients, what are we doing to mitigate our litigation? And it's their litigation because we're, we're expending dollars for our clients. It's their money uh, and or carriers. And so it's very important to them. And as you uh, stated, um, 
you know, the area is, is the, the money is spent on, you know, 20% to 10% of their claims is driving 90% of their dollars. Uh, and generally those claims, when they get to that level, there is some form of litigation involved. And a question that we're always asked by our clients, what are we doing to assist them, right, with those litigation costs? And, you know, the adjusters obviously are involved and are working directly with the, the attorneys and our, our clients and brokers directly uh, involved in that. Um, but what's, what's their tools? So as an adjuster, um, you can work with a lot of law firms and say, hey, they're great. They're great people. I think they're doing a good job, right? They're settling claims for, and they're moving claims forward and litigating claims is the last result, right? Versus settlement. But that's tough from an adjuster's perspective to say, hey, uh, how can I control those costs? Uh, and that's where it gets a little bit difficult for them. And, and back, you know, wholeheartedly, when I would review claims, I, I could work with an attorney, but I, I couldn't tell through a budget to say, hey, um, an associate should be working this claim, a partner should be working this claim, you know, what's the expense, what's the number of hours they should put on it. So, so sort of table stakes, um, obviously, we, you know, first sort of first cut is legal bill review. We do medical bill review. So let's, let's do legal bill review and, and have an audit type. Um, and that was great back in the day, 20 years ago. Uh, and sure, that cut down some, some litigation, but does expense go up, you know, through the law firms? Do, they, do you get it somewhere else? And sort of like a balloon, right? It's squeezed. So, you know, that's the test. That's what we're hearing from clients. What are you doing more than that? Yeah, we could give you that table stakes. But that's where it was interesting when we met Case Glide, what you had to offer. We were doing this on the medical management side, uh, analyzing data, analyzing who are the best doctors. Well, what's the best doctor? Is it the cheapest doctor? Uh, is it the doctor that keeps someone off? Is it a doctor that brings someone back to work too soon? And so through studies of that, we found that, okay, hey, maybe it's not the cheapest, but who's the best? Who's gonna give you the best results? And is that you know early return to work, uh, good care? And so when we started uh, early discussions with Case Glide, that's the realm that we got into, sort of that next gen uh, of analyzing the data. So just because an attorney's cheap doesn't mean they're good, right? And just because they're expensive doesn't mean that they're good. It's what's the end result is what we're looking for. And this is the first company we've engaged with that looks at it the same way we were looking at doctors saying how can, what's the best result versus what's the cheapest? So, yeah, and, and I really appreciate that. I think that that was a really key insight and you're right that most people implemented solutions decade plus ago around, you know, getting around, around cost control, but weren't really thinking about outcome optimization. I think that that was a smart analogy to draw with medical management. I think one of the other key pieces, so you kind of talked about the granular level of like, let's just focus on total outcomes, which all your clients are going to agree with, all of the industry is going to agree with, and I, and, but they weren't given tools to do that. And you, you guys are now giving them that tool. The other piece that I think is really interesting for your client base that the other, or, or that many others in the industry have not caught on to yet, is that you can 
use your you know massive resources you have a great you know technology arm as well you have a great analytics arm you can give each client the benefit of one of the world's largest litigation departments so not only are you able to deliver those insights based on one client's experience with one lawyer but you're able to deliver those insights based on broadspire's global experience with everybody maybe you could talk a little bit more about why that's important yeah, well, you know, we have over 600 active clients. That doesn't include what we call runoff clients. So we're talking about thousands, right, that, that were involved in litigation. So we have that broad base uh, and just uh, anything with analytics, right, the, the broader numbers that you have, the better data that you can output, right, and, and view. So it's it's definitely interesting uh, in, in that fact that we work hand in hand with our consultative analytics group, as you mentioned, right? And we've done some early exploration uh, into legal, legal spend. Uh, but this is where we talk about getting into the next steps of, of utilizing that mass amount of data to say, hey, who are the good attorneys? Who is good in the Chicagoland area? That's where I'm from in Illinois, right? Who's good in California? we're able to narrow that down, right? And through the scope and, and mass that we have, that we can aggregate that data, that just provides more information for us to really be able to assist our clients and guide them. Um, we have clients come to us today now that, that asked specifically, was just on a, on a stewardship meeting the other day and a client asked specifically, they wanted to know, hey, we wanted, we've been using this law firm for over 10 years. We believe they're good, but we don't know if they're good. And so this is where it's interesting to say, hey, and this is where an introduction is say, hey, we can team together, right? We have a product, right? That we've teamed, we have a partner that we've teamed with that can provide this information. And uh, so it's, it's interesting. It's, uh, I would say if I'm a risk manager um, and, and we, they talk about risk, uh, you know, litigation management, I'd say, you know, hey, this is the way, this is the new way to look at things. Um, we have a very small percentage right now of clients of our total base that is utilizing this. Uh, and uh, we're getting the message out to them that, hey, this is the new way, this is the new route. This is the new way. If you're asking them what we can do, um, here's the information that we can spit back to you. Uh, and, and we can really drill down into your individual attorneys that they feel are the best, we can, we can analyze that and provide them information. I was just having this conversation the other day with somebody about how rare it is for someone to see the whole picture. And so we just talked about the big picture. Oh, we're creating a movement. We are going to drag lawyers and adjusters and just in, in the whole industry into the next level. And through this lens of we want the best attorneys and adjusters to be rewarded. What I thought was, and, and, and by the way, that sounds grand and big and analytics and, and it sounds great and savings. We've all heard that before. What I thought was the key success piece at Broadspire early on was that you and Jeff and your leadership team all have sat in the shoes of everyone that works at Broadspire in their position. And so you not you you didn't you were not going to force this upon your adjusters or your lawyers. You were going to make sure that it aligned 
and fit with their day-to-day and that they got something out of it too. So you made sure to, you know, that in, to, to integrate, to make sure that everything was automated that could be automated. So they were freed up from all of the manual and clerical work. You made sure that we set particular configurations around automating alerts. There's a case set for mediation in a month. It doesn't have a report. There's a case set for trial. How can you came at it from the atomic unit of the adjuster or attorney and you thought, sure, I'm going to do all this sexy stuff that's going to be able to bring people in, but I'm also going to make my team happy. I want you to talk a little bit about that because I think I don't think that that gets enough credit. Your real appreciation for what your team does every day makes a big difference. Yeah, that's it's uh, it's definitely uh, interesting in the fact that so um, Jeff Sickles, who's our chief claim officer, um, really looked at this as to say, okay, how, how can we make their lives easy? You know, we're constantly doing that, right? Whether it's through technology, right, development, what can we take off their plates so that they can focus on the claim at hand? Um, it's sort of a it's a double-edged sword uh, data uh, and analytics because you need to fill a lot of, of check boxes, right, to get that information back. And, and what can we take off their plates so that they're not filling that out and focusing on the claim itself? Um, and so what is, to me, one of the, the biggest selling points uh, of this tool is, is the communication aspect of it, right? It, the adjusters that are utilizing it on the accounts that are using it, they love it uh, because it's taken away a lot of the activity, sort of what I'll say mundane work the account calling an adjuster and saying, hey, what's the next trial date? Um, Oh, can you send me a copy of the the budget or can you send me a copy of the synopsis of the the overall uh, claim? And uh, that takes it away. It's, it's, well, I look at it as uh, communication as far as, you know, from three ways, it's all direct. The client has access, direct access. Uh, The adjuster has access. The attorneys have access. They can all communicate under one platform, uh, which makes it a lot easier. They could set alerts. That's one of the you know biggest things. What I call client service instructions, in-house. So we take down all the nuances that a client wants and how they want to operate. From a legal standpoint, it's easily plugged in to Case Glide system, so they have all the special instruction that the account wants. Who needs to be notified? Who needs to be involved? Um, and it's made uh, what I'll say ease of communication a lot easier. And it's taken s- some of those steps that the adjusters have had to take in the past have taken that away because it's already in the system and they can see it. Yeah. And I just, I think that it takes somebody that has that whole complete view to make sure that that works. Because when we came in, you know, we needed to rely on you for that information and you gave it to us to put us, you know, you set us with a good vision. And of course it's going to continue to evolve over time, but you made it very clear that uh, if this doesn't make life dramatically easier for the team, then it's not going to succeed. And, and I think that that was what was needed to get alignment from the group on, uh, on, on committing to this innovation knowing that there's going to be ups, downs, challenges all, all, all the way through with, with any big project and any big change. So I, I just commend, commend the leadership team for that. Uh, and I'm sure that the adjusters and attorneys all appreciate that. I want to shift yeah. gears. I want to shift gears um, because 
one of the consequences of litigation management 1.0, which was where we had all the emails and all the manual work and all the clerical work. Uh, and then the bill review that just hounded attorneys left and right until they had no free time to actually manage a case. One of the consequences of that is a, a, the tipping of the scales to the plaintiff's bar, right? Where the plaintiff's attorneys really, you know, their goal is to just make money, get clients and make money. They are not inundated with all of this um, minutia. And so maybe talk about it through that lens, social inflation, nuclear verdicts, the rise of the plaintiff's bar, maybe talk about broad sparse perspective on um, the, you know, making these litigation management advancements so that your clients do not have to just surrender to every plaintiff's attorney that comes through demanding unreasonable amounts of money. Yeah, well, uh, you know, in, in today's day, uh, as I mentioned earlier, you know, roughly a, a very small percentage of claims is driving, driving the costs. Uh, and so the focus on that, and, and that's driven by, by litigation is, you know, the leading indicator. Um, and, and that's what drives it. And so, you know, when it, that's, that's why the scope is, is trying to avoid it uh, as early as possible. You know, I, I'll say this, there's been a change in, in sort of what I'll say philosophy from a claims perspective to really be advocates for their employees uh, versus uh, us versus them. And I think that was probably a little more standard back in the days when I started, you know, 20, 28 years ago, where it was employer versus client, their own employee. And it was a battle. And now it's more advocacy, which the hopes through advocacy is to lower overall litigation because it is so expensive and, and it drives the costs. They realize that. Our clients realize that. And, and now through it, and this is where it's interesting is, is, you know, you have, I always had petition attorneys that I would talk to that I, you know, that you knew. And if you saw it, you knew which ones settled, you knew which ones didn't, you knew which ones wanted to take it to trial. And this is where it's interesting through this and, and, and through data is, is, you know, now if we have the ability to compile who the petitioner's attorneys are, right, we're, we're able to then focus on, hey, this one likes to settle, right? We know this one settles high, this one settles low, and it, it can provide you some insight on maybe what an approach you want to take specific to that law firm that took that case. So you could say, oh gosh, you know, hey, this may be one that we want to settle early, right? Because in, in some there is there's true denials. What I'll say is, is you know, we're defending this case um, because we don't believe it happened. And then, but that's that's far and few between. Many of the cases are a dispute over some type of permanency, dispute of what I will call um, injury creep. So it went from the right arm to the neck, and now their back is bothering them. And now we're questioning, well, hey, you had a pre-existing back injury not related to us. And so through that, this will help us decide which path do we want to go. Does it make sense to settle? What's their record? How are they? How successful are our petitioner's attorneys? How successful are we? And having that information at our hands and fingertips and knowing that data is going to help the industry and our clients. That that's very well said. 
we are seeing it across the board. Insurers uh, and TPAs are, like we said, they're, they're facing the consequences now of really over-engineering litigation management, not optimizing for success, really just optimizing for expense. And uh, I think that you're, you know, you guys were naturally uh, really interested in how can I look at the behavior of these plaintiff's lawyers? How can I see what they're doing and know that, well, this person, like, like you said, they may ask for $10, but they're willing to take three because I've seen this thousand times before. And then giving each individual client that uh, access, knowing that if we force a mediation here, we force a summary judgment, they are going to cave. They do not want to work. Or these people may talk a big game, but they don't actually try cases. J just the, the leap of, of information that you decided to add to your clients, that was something that, that you, know, you guys did a great job of, of initiating. And I think that that's really important. So we talked about the internal challenges of, of change management and having the right perspective uh, to make sure that you get your whole team on board, not just shove another uh, piece of technology. We all know that doesn't work anymore. We talked about the internal challenges with um, you know, uh, the software in the past or the services in the past driving cheapness instead of uh, excellence in litigation management, especially for the attorneys. And lastly, we, we talked about the really existential threat of the plaintiff's attorneys taking more money than we budget for and turning a great business that should be profitable into something that loses money for no reason at all, just to pay a plaintiff attorney tax. I think we did a really good job of covering how Broadspire has transformed litigation management into risk management world. And um, an, an unusual bit of, you know, just being really concise and to the point and telling a really great story. So I really appreciate it. I would like to know, Mike, um, if somebody wants to reach out to you and learn more about uh, litigation, you know, your processes on litigation management, or maybe they're just impressed with your, you know, unique way of thinking as far as other types of risk mitigation, how can they reach out to you? Well, they can reach out to me direct. And I don't know if, uh, if, if you want me to post, uh, my uh, my email address, but you can also go to our, our website at www. So a bit long, it's www.choosebroadspire.com. Uh, and there's there's links in there to, to connect uh, and someone will reach out to you, whether it's one of our sales folks or, or myself. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're uh, willing and able to help our current clients, prospects, um, any of that, whether it's case, you know, litigation management, uh, overall cost mitigation, right? Uh, you know, our, our main goal is to, to lower our clients' total cost of risk, uh, TCOR, as they say, uh, and uh, we do it through analytics. Um, Broadspire has taken a unique approach in which uh, we analyze a lot of data. We have a very large consultative analytics team that works with my account execs hand in hand and we custom design specific to clients' needs. Our, our overall goal when we look at a client um, is to say, where are your areas of opportunity? And the way we discover that is through analytics. 
And uh, I'm, I'm happy we found a partner that thinks the same way uh, and is driving that from a litigation perspective, which fits right into our, our core thought process of let's identify, let's use analytics and numbers to identify areas of opportunity to improve our clients' programs. Yeah, exactly. It's a great way to, to wrap things up, Mike. You, you know what the scoreboard is. You're looking for to lower T-core. You know how you can hold people accountable, hold your team accountable, hold your clients accountable for achieving those goals, and that's through dashboards. I mean, I've never seen more sophisticated but useful dashboards than from a Broadspire client. Uh, I think you call them, um, what do you call those meetings? Oh, we call them program. We 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 call them program health assessments. Program health assessments. Uh, you know, it looks like a, the cockpit of an airplane with all the dashboards. It's incredible. Yes. So it, you you make it very clear as to how you define success, and I think that those concepts have been very helpful for us. But we've been able to apply that in litigation as well. But it's really easy to see how how you're attacking these problems. That I I, I just think the rest of the industry is kind of digging their head in the sand about so i am going to well, we could talk forever as we probably will when i uh click stop record but i really appreciate you spending the time with the litigation management podcast it's a but it's a bunch of adjusters and attorneys a handful of claims execs too but these folks are dying for this information and they don't you know get it. it's really cool for us to be able to open up the door and, and let these folks see that so um you guys know how to reach mike as well I want to. I really appreciate you sharing your story and Broadspire's story with the Litigation Management Podcast. And let's do it again soon, okay? Will do. I appreciate you having me. Thank you.